Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. So uh, correlation is not causation, but it gets conflated all the time. So let's say today, let's say today I wore my socks inside out and crypto, Bitcoin went down $5,000. And also the last time I wore my socks inside out, Bitcoin also went down $5,000. Would you say that me wearing my socks inside out is causing Bitcoin to go down $5,000? No, but why wear your socks the other way? Why why do it? Why risk it? (laughs) Welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, what's up, man? My name is Steve Green, a.k.a. Iceman. A.k.a. The Tasty Tuesday Man. A.k.a. Ace. Uh, a.k.a. The Crypto King. What's going on, everybody? I hope you all have a lovely lovely Thursday or Wednesday whenever you are maybe listening to this show. Or Friday. Or Saturday or Sunday. Or Monday. Well, we don't really see a lot of listenership on Monday. Th- that's we, true. We found. We also don't ever look at the statistics. So Oh, that's interesting. That might that's be good, why we don't see it. That's an interesting it. point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, today we're going to talk about, okay, like they're called logical fallacies uh, or they could be argument styles that you've probably heard. But basically it has to do with logic and reasoning. I read this article from Mark Manson, who I feel like I've done like episodes on his articles before. And you like to show all of I do really like, okay. And I feel like if you're not following him, first of all, go follow him. Total credit to Mark Manson. He does a lot of really good work. Go to his website, markmanson.net. But you know, for those people who maybe aren't following, I don't want them to miss out on this amazing information. Uh, I just think that it's so uh, important uh, logic, you know, deductive reasoning, yes. critical thinking skills. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like social media has kind of become a place that of like largely misplaced emotions, especially like during the pandemic. And during this time, it seems like people kind of will make these fake arguments or like these really illogical arguments, but it seems to sway people because they just sound good. Yeah, it's easy. And I think that once it's pointed out to you, the illogic of some of these, you'll start to see it when you do it yourself. And then you'll also be able to recognize it in others so that you don't necessarily get manipulated in to feel or think a certain way just because someone said something that sounded clever. Love it. Right? Okay. So I'm just going to 
I'm just going to jump right into Please. it. Okay. So um, the first one is correlation versus causation. Have you heard of, Two do you know what I'm words, talking about? Very They're large very words. large. So I want you to know I'm smart. So there you go. She's smart, smart people that use big words. Yeah. Therefore, I used a big word. I'm smart. That's uh -huh. actually an argument style we'll get to. I later. love it when somebody clearly just tried to use big words, like in some kind of clapback thing. Yeah. But even though it doesn't that make it's not as smooth. Yeah. But they use these big words to try to sound smart. Consequently, I. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, and all this shit. So let me give you an example that. It actually came from this article uh, of correlation and causation. So um, if I were to ask you every time, if I were to propose this situation to you, every time a train arrives at a station, there are many people on the platform. You arrive at the station and see many people on the platform. Is it necessarily true that a train is arriving? Uh, yeah. No, it's wait, not. Wait, re read that again. Every time a train arrives at the station, there are many people on the platform. Okay. You arrive at the station and see many people on the platform. Okay. Is it necessarily true that a train is arriving? Oh, not right then. No, I mean, maybe not ever. Just because two things often occur together does not mean that they will necessarily always occur together. Just because a line of reasoning is intuitive also, like, okay, intuition, like, the, yes, they belong together. I've always seen them together. Therefore, they are always going to be together. Right. That seems intuitive. Um, just because it it's intuitive does not mean it's correct because logic can um, often be counterintuitive. Okay, I'll be extra cheeky for this then. Okay, please that, do. Because I was ready to just be like, yeah, if I see a lot of people at a train station, probably a train's coming. I mean, you could place a bet. It's a gamble. I would. But it's not a fact. I'd go hard on that bet, by it's the not, way. I know you would. <laughs> Just so you know, I would. Just so you know, Steve Green goes very hard even when he's very incorrect. Like, if I ask a question and I don't know the answer to, so I'm like, maybe he knows the answer, he'll, like, very strongly answer, yeah. like, one direction. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, so he knows. And then I'll look it up later and it was completely wrong. I'm like, why was he so... Like convinced. This He's especially happens to me with directions. So well, much I, conviction. Just something in my brain goes, this is the answer. And I'm like, all right, fuck yeah, <laughs> got that one out. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It has nothing to do with me knowing that something is incorrect or anything. It's just my brain goes, that's the answer, motherfucker. And I'm like, hell yeah, brain. And we both go, hell yeah, dude, that was sick. That's why I like playing poker with him. Because he just oh, thinks he's going to win if he has an ace. Listen, dude. <laughs> when I'm right, I think I'm pretty right, though. I have to say. On certain things. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking good, actually. I went on certain things, you know. On certain things, yeah. I will give you credit for being right on certain things. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, correlation is not causation, but it gets conflated all the time. So, let's say today, let's say today I wore my socks inside out and crypto, Bitcoin, let's, let's went go. down $5,000. And also, the last time I wore my socks inside out, Bitcoin also went down $5,000. Would you say that me wearing my socks inside out is causing Bitcoin to go down $5,000? No, but why wear your socks the other way? Why, why do why, it? Why risk it? Because <laughs> it kind of feels like it might be a cool superpower. Yeah, I think, I think, just why risk it? Why be mean? I wish it went up if I wore them right side. Hey, dude, there's a reason why we have our Christmas tree up right now. There is so, a reason. <laughs> so you're, you're one to talk, pal. You're one to talk. That's actually the argument I would use for that Christmas tree. Uh, you know what my argument, though, is? What? Is that it's just fun. It is fun. It's just stupid fun, especially when you're trapped at home in a quarantine. And it's like, hey, I wore my socks on inside out, and that's because Bitcoin's going up. Since we've had our Christmas tree up, cryptocurrency has skyrocketed, skyrocketed. This, we put our Christmas tree up when Bitcoin was at 16,000 or just crossed 16,000. Mm-hmm. 
And now look at you're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Never taking this down. And never not lighting it. So um, the news runs stories like this all the time. So it's it's nice to be aware of this little thing. Like they'll say things like social media causes depression and anxiety. Like I've definitely seen that article. All the time. Right. But did it really cause depression and anxiety or did they just occur together? Did social media interaction go up and depression and anxiety went up at the same time? Coincidentally, or uh, was there possibly a third influence that tied them together, or did it go the other way around? Maybe people um, had depressed uh, depression and anxiety, and then they went to social media to feel better. Interesting, you know. So, um, you know, sometimes it's presented that way, and it and it's easy to jump to conclusions that yeah, well, yeah, of course, and social media is making people depressed. Take away the phones. I feel like people should know this though they should but they don't and also what happens more often is people will quote things as being science or fact because scientists will either present two things occurring together and make it kind of seem like Uh one caused the other Uh or they don't do that but journalists will take that fact and run with it and they'll make it seem like headline with it one exactly one caused the other and so you read that and you're like oh there was a study and science backed it you see so, it a lot in sports journalism as well. It's pretty wild. Yeah, so it's kind of damaging yeah. to think that way. There's a, Actually, there's so much stuff that happens at the same time, and we have no idea why, that um, you can argue that almost any correlation looks like causation if you wanted to. There's actually this website called Spurious, Spurious Correlations, and it has all these charts. I want to show you this because this is like really funny. So look at this chart. U.S. spending on science, space, and technology correlates with suicides by hanging, strangulation, it's and suffocation. Incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Number of people who drowned by falling into a pool correlates with films Nicolas Cage appeared in. Yeah, and people do this on social media all the time. You're absolutely right. Yeah, so every time Nicolas Cage appears in a movie, you can bet that the number of people who drown into a, pol- a pool is going to correlate with that. Um, per capita cheese consumption correlates with number of people who died by becoming tangled in their bed sheets. <laughs> And these graphs are like, if you saw the line charts, maybe Mark will put them on screen. Mark, send me a note. I'll send you these graphs. But it looks like, yeah, this, yep. <laughs> people totally it's, got it's tangled happening. because of their cheese consumption. If I was like a a stay-at-home, like wannabe scientist person, yeah, like there's so many right now on Reddit and everywhere and on Twitter, you know, you could look at this stuff and it could do some damage. Right? <laughs> I think that's how a lot of these like the crazy extremist conspiracy people kind of can go down this path. Like once you feel like you've been lied to a little bit, everything all of a sudden sounds like a lie. Yeah. And that's a huge mistake. Yeah. And so actually in a lot of these examples, you can see where the, where that could, where you could prevent yourself from getting trapped in those type of arguments. Right. Okay. Dude, I was recently calling out the, our fed and like how it's all big fucking cartel and stuff. And I had people calling me a conspiracy theorist and I'm like, that's not a conspiracy. (laughs) Not really, no. <laughs> but okay. I mean, when you can like just print print money at any time, like it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we won't get into that. And but... you're independent of anything else, but yeah, okay. So then the second one is is a slippery slope fallacy. So a slippery slope, this, this one actually I get a lot because of anxiety or maybe not because of anxiety, but it occurs together. <laughs> it happens when I have anxiety. Okay. Uh, which is the like, It's the slippery slope of an example being we can't let teenagers drink alcohol because if they drink alcohol, then they'll start doing drugs. And if they do drugs, then they'll start becoming criminals. And if they become criminals, then they'll end up in prison and ruin their lives. Therefore, allowing teenagers to drink alcohol will ruin their lives. Classic. Right. And it's like, okay, well, some 
teenagers who drink alcohol might start doing drugs. Mm -hmm. Some of the, the teenagers who drink alcohol that then did drugs might start doing other crimes. Some other people, you know, then they might go to prison. But it's none of this is like fact. You can't just but draw a conclusion like but that. But you're basically removing what these people do, which is make emotional arguments about things. Well, and it's spinning. And it's, you know, it's funny because in therapy, like we work to combat this line of thinking because with anxiety, it very much feels like that where it's like, if I don't wake up by eight, from for me, it's like, if I don't wake up by 8 a.m., then I won't get to exercise till 8.30 and then I won't get to meditate till 9.30 and then by the time I start work, it'll be 10 and that's only two hours away from 12, which is the best time to post content. But what if my content isn't ready yet? Then I'll miss out on posting at the wrong time. Then people won't find my posts and then people will think I never post and people will be disappointed and they'll leave me and then I'll, ne then I'll never get to create something that people see again and companies won't want to work with me and then I won't make any money and then I won't be able to take care of my cats and then I'm going to be homeless and my cats won't have homes and my husband won't have a home and we won't have anywhere to live. Yeah, that's spinning out for sure. Yeah. And I've seen you do that a lot. Yeah. And so, so my brain goes there. Like but sometimes it, you can't even hug me in the morning because you're yeah. like, this will throw my whole fucking schedule off. And I'm like, pretty Whoa. much. Yeah. I mean, Whoa. I also... Um, I'm working with a counselor because I, I might have undiagnosed ADHD mm -hmm. because uh, like I have so many thoughts going on that if you take me away from that during those thoughts, then I can't remember them. And then I feel like my life is falling apart because I can't remember yeah. all the thoughts that I had that I had to do. It's pretty classic. Oh, you, you hate it? Why'd no, you marry me? Why'd you marry me then? Huh? You knew what you were getting into. I, I put I'm, all my cards on the table. I know. And I was like, you, you, were you in or you out? You were very transparent. And you were like, I'm in. Yep. So you lose all... all. But I have to say, it's interesting watching you because like around me, you're comfortable. You do all that stuff. Yeah. And you're very open. Like, I can't, don't even talk to me right now all that stuff. Yeah. But it's fascinating to see you in a social environment with people who don't know you as well. Trying to hide and it. And you're trying to hide it. Yeah. But you're, you're literally steaming and they have no idea. Right. It is fascinating. Oh, it's so hard. Because I see it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, Nikki's about to <laughs> fucking lose it. And then they just keep they talking to you it. or whatever. And then I'm just like, bro, how do you not look into her eyes right now? <laughs> it's called masking. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you're good at it. But man, some people. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a slippery slope fallacy is just going to the worst conclusion based off of things that could happen. Right. Um, the next fallacy in this list is false dichotomies. Would you know about that? Uh, I don't. Okay. A false dichotomy is when a set of options is presented as if only two possibilities exist, but in reality, many more exist. So it's like, it's used to manipulate people into allying with the speaker. So you often hear politicians say, like, you're either with us or against us. Of right? So good. But they don't have to necessarily be with you or against you. They could be indifferent. You're with us or you're with the terrorists, dumbass. Right. Yeah. There's so many other possible options and possibilities there could be, but um, you could be partially, partially with them and partially against them. You could be against everybody. <laughs> you know, there's no, so many even options. Even their french fries are against us. What? You don't remember that? What? In like when we were doing the Iraq war. No. Um, And, you know, the... Bush at the time was like, you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. Yeah. And then uh, France was like, hey, guys, we're going to sit this one out. Okay, we're not going to go to the Iraq war. And then um, they changed the name of French fries in the congressional cafeteria to Freedom Fries. Oh. Shit like that. Yeah, I don't follow politics like it's this. It's hilarious. But yeah, it's a false. Like, it's like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, uh, so the example he used was, okay, if I were to say there are two types of people in this world, there are people named Steve and people not named Steve. That's actually a true dichotomy. 
there are either people named Steve or there aren't that's, people. That's true. Or you're not named Steve. That's true. Right? But then a false dichotomy would be like, there are two types of people. There are either people named Steve or people who are actually smart. Right. <laughs> I like, hate that one. Yeah. Well, I mean. I hate that one. This is an argument I could use and people would be like, huh, true. I'm, I'm not named Steve, so I'm. I'm pretty fucking smart. You know what's a simple one hmm. that people use a lot? Well, yeah. first of all, the name Karen, unfortunately, RIP yeah. forever. I mean, if your name's Karen out there, but uh, my heart Sorry. fucking eternally goes out to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like that kind of thing. It's like, I've never met a Karen I, I liked, or I've never met like yeah. a fucking, you know, have you ever met a like a Tiffany that was cool or whatever it is? Right. Like it's, I've seen that a lot. Yeah. I mean, and interestingly enough, you could probably look at one of those, um, those charts because they have statistics like the top named stripper like the strippers are more like most likely to have these names nikki's actually on that list i believe it's like that. nikki Brittany, tiffany i believe that yeah but it doesn't necessarily mean if you're named that you're gonna be a stripper well don't strippers change their names and use stage names too sometimes and don't they use like hotter names because nikki's just a hotter name well, i don't know if the statistic was that that was their original name or if I don't know. All right, we'll look into it. Okay. Um, this So the false dichotomy also hurts us like when we say it to ourselves. So some I might say something like, well, if I got a boob job, I wouldn't be so fucking ugly. Wow. So it's a false dichotomy because it's like, well, you could get a boob job and still be fucking ugly. Right. You could, you could not have a boob job and be really gorgeous. Right. You know, but I'm in my head, I'm like, this is the one thing holding me back. Right. Like if I... If I could go out and make some money, then I could actually get a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. No, you could get money and then not get a girlfriend. You could get a boob job and then get a girlfriend. You could, yeah. See? Wow, great argument. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what that one's called. <laughs> I don't know. So I'll just believe you. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, also, this, this argument style uh, is often called circular reasoning because if you follow the logic, it leads you in a circle circular reasoning works because circular reasoning just goes in a circle yep. or uh, a quote from one of my favorite people I am whatever you say I am oh god why because if I wasn't then why would I say I am in the paper in the news every day I am see circular reasoning I'm so sick and tired of being, being admired that, that I wish that, that I could just die or be fired and stop from my label this is my and favorite. stop from my, my label favorite. I'm not gonna be able to there you go it's my favorite version of Steve we're gonna definitely get a, a, a takedown notice on YouTube because I was so fucking epically close probably hope we do same no I don't I, I hope don't. we do I don't I literally hope we do I mean although we don't really we don't really make money off the show. We actually, uh, the show is supported by Patreon. So Fact. if you are a patron, thank you so much for supporting the show. If you would like to support the show more, you can go to patreon.com slash sticky. And it helps a lot. Thank you so very much. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Number four, we have red herrings. So red herrings are, are you've heard this before, right? Of course. Red herrings are arguments that seem relevant to an issue, but are actually not relevant at all. So, for example, we could be arguing about whether being vegetarian is more ethical than consuming meat. And then in the middle of a perfectly fine argument, someone blurts out, well, Hitler was vegetarian and surely he wasn't ethical. And then that actually, on the on the view, will get a clap. Yes. And you're like, okay. Jesus. So, <laughs> but that is a red herring because it's like, what is true? This is, this is basically cable news just summed up. Exactly. Cable news is that exactly thing. 
but they're so i don't even know if they teach this in school anymore like deductive reasoning or logic or anything i think that i think that i'm always and and don't get me wrong like i've totally gotten swept away by these arguments too right you get swept and you're like that sounds fucking right like that's yeah i'm not hitler so i'm gonna eat meat so good yeah um but that's just like a it's basically a red herring is um if we could just get like i hate to ban anything ever but like just god if we could just drop the hitler references like as far as like that's like hitler like it's just so lazy it's yeah. hack now that's it what is it is hack. it's a, it's a well, hacky hitler old joke is like the most evil evil villain that's ever lived so if you disagree with something the thing you're disagreeing with is, is hitler, hitler. Yeah. And you're Hitler too. Yeah, and, and you're and you're Hitler if you agree with it, with the thing I disagree with. You're an open mic night comedian fucking bombing, frankly. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it is works. Just so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, no, it's cable news summed up to, for you. That's a whole industry, billion dollar industry. So it's basically saying that if a part of something is true, then the whole is true. So Hey, they I found were, Bitcoin in um um they found out that some bad people use Bitcoin for illicit things, and so all Bitcoin is bad exactly it's the same shit exactly yeah um steve is tall steve's into crypto all people who are into crypto are tall definitely not the case no and a lot of the founders are very small as well um i like this example that he listed in his article so i'm just i'm just gonna read it um because it's great but uh red herrings are often used by people to divert blame away from themselves so for example there's two people in this conversation john you stole my bike John goes, property is just a social construct. You didn't really lose anything. After all, you have money for a new one. And you go, money isn't the point. You fucking stole from me. John goes, millions of things get stolen every day. I don't understand why you're so upset that it happened to you. Uh, (laughs) You go, because it's wrong. You fucking stole my shit. John says, wow, man, you've clearly got some anger problems going on there. You know, I don't think I want to deal with someone who is angry all the time. I'm going to go back home now. Dude, this happens in relationships all the time, too. Right? Yeah, this it's is the, like the gaslighting. I will not accept blame. Yeah. And I cannot believe that you're, you're flipping getting out. getting angry at yeah. it. And you're the one who's getting angry. Yeah. And you're the one who's. Um, and I just don't associate with angry people. Ooh. Why are you so triggered? Toxic. You're triggered. It's toxic. It's like, bro. All right. And on that note, um, we're going to go on a break. But when we come back, we have a couple more logical fallacies that you should be aware of. This episode brought to you by Cable News. <laughs> and social media. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say please rate the show because it helps out a huge amount. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and we're back. No, no witty little oh, I'm retort. Doing it with my face. Oh, oh, well, some people are listening on audio. They nah. They can't hear your face. Sorry about that, folks. Yeah, I was jerking my head around quite a bit, like a, like almost like a pigeon. Yeah. I was doing like my best pigeon. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> That's better. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So the next <laughs> logical fallacy. Are you liking these so far? I'm loving them. I know you like debate. So I do. It's, I felt like you would really like this topic. This is the kind of shit, yeah, that um, I wish they taught in school. Me too. I wish I, I knew it as a kid and everything. Well, here's the thing is that everybody likes to think they're so logical, but really we're emotional creatures. Always. Like all human beings, we're, we are emotional creatures. Markets we, are emotional. That's why we're manipulated by people appealing to our emotions or making us angry or whatever. Literally, know? political conventions exist to emotionally attach yourself to the candidate. Yes. Whichever one it is. They used to do that thing with JFK where they like um, they had those focus groups to see like what if, if the color of tie he was wearing yeah. influenced people. Well, yeah, because he was in a debate with Nixon and um, it was black and white. And Nixon was wearing like a tan suit. And so he kind of washed in the black and white mm. background, whereas Kennedy wore like a darker suit. And so he like starkly stood out. And so people who were listening to the debate on the radio said that they thought Nixon won. And people that were watching the debate on TV thought that Kennedy won. Huh. How crazy is that? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And nowadays everything's TV. Like it would be a visual for sure. Well, that's why. And that's why they have image consultants and they, 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 they're doing it for a reason. They're trying to create an impression in your mind. Yeah, absolutely. So you're not just listening to them. You're also... Like being influenced by the way that they look and by the how, how they dress and what yeah. they're surrounded by and how many flags are behind them and all that kind of shit. So that's what these illogical fallacies are doing is really stoking emotion. It's like the opposite of logic. Yes. Right. But it but we fall for it all the time. We love it because we like you said. I mean, dude, if you put you, you there are people who cry at commercials because they they put like a really sick song to it and like yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are you attacking the Sarah McLaughlin commercial by I animals? I think uh, it's abysmal. I definitely donated to save some puppies from that. So. No, that uh, that's a good cause at least. <laughs> but it works. That's the point, right? Yeah, yeah. But they do that to to get you. Not that it's wrong necessarily, oh, yeah. but they it is a real thing that they're covering. I mean, music and trailers. 
works. Fuck you ever see yeah. those uh, where they re-edit like a horror trailer to have comedy, like a sitcom music, and it like it work. It it gives a whole doom vibe to the. Do you remember the, the trailer for the Social Network that had that fucking song in it? The uh, the one from fucking what's the what's the band? I don't really like them I don't very know. much. Good point. Not though. Dave Matthews. What oh. the fuck is it? No, it's it's that one where it's like um Weezer? Weezer. It's that is Weezer it? song. Yeah, you knew I didn't like Weezer. No, I didn't. Oh. You don't like Weezer? It's like what the fuck? I want a perfect body. Like that one. I want a perfect soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you Wish to I was special. Yeah, that one. Okay. I don't think that's Weezer. Is it Weezer? I think it's Weezer. But I, then again, see my confident brain was like, Oh, that's Weezer. So fucking special. special. Um, I, th- I thought that was Bush. No, that's Weezer, bro. Okay, so but check. Well, see that, and that's what my brain tells me. And so, who the fuck knows? <laughs> but um, I remember seeing the trailer for that and thinking this is going to be the best movie ever because that's actually a pretty, pretty, pretty banger song. I yeah, think. it is a really it's good. It's a song. banger song. I miss the nineties. Um, but I watched the movie, and there's no way that movie moved me the way that that trailer did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying by that? Yeah. Like, and that's all. It's like when I watched the trailer for Man of Steel, the Zack Snyder movie, I was like, this movie's going to be fucking lit. And then the movie like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, like if you watch a burger commercial, you don't go to Carl's Jr. and get the burger that they show you in the commercial. Ever. It's always and like you, this dinky thing. And you know it. And you know. But every time you're disappointed. You fucking know. But every time they got you. Yeah, it's true. All right. So number five on our list is appealing to the bandwagon, authority, or pity. So basically thinking that opinions and feelings affect truth or can change truth. Yeah, feelings can change truth. Yeah, even yeah. though you see logic and reason doesn't really give a fuck about your feelings. Right. Right? Um, so people care about feelings, though, and you can appeal to feelings to make it sound like you have a good argument. So, For example, appealing to authority is like, well, the president said it's true, so therefore it must be true. Right. Like if, if this big governing body says it's, yeah, true, they say it's true, then it's true. Yes. Um, it also works for discrediting people, I feel like. It's like if if Neil deGrasse Tyson says that aliens aren't real, then aliens aren't real. Exactly. It's like we're not going to explore it any further. Yeah, it's just point blank yeah. not real. Like we, there's no even other option. And there's nobody who's serious in his field who disagrees with him. Yeah. Which is just not true. Right. Okay, and so then appeal to pity is like, well, I know the data says that social media isn't the problem, but these poor kids have so much anxiety anyway that we should just we should just get rid of their phones. Hey, we should ban the video games because we think that there there's a causation and correlation yeah. between violence and video games. We but, should censor music. Yep, exactly. We should definitely censor comedy. It's already happening. <laughs> All these things are happening. Yeah, sure, sure thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, or an appeal to the majority. So like everyone I know says vaccines are dangerous, so it must be true. Everyone you know, every vaccine, everything is dangerous, so it's true. Jesus. You know. Um, it's That's like, like the Jenny McCarthy thing. Like I think va- vaccines cause autism is what she was saying. Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of people who, who believe that You're for right. sure. Like, And a lot of those people like feel like they saw it after their own kid changed. Yeah. But then you, if you look at some data, and this is a sensitive subject because I don't have kids, so I don't know, because a lot of these parents, you see them and they're like, if this happened to you, you would understand. So I don't know. It's emotional, but though. Like, yeah, it's one of those logical fallacies. Yeah. But, you know, when you look at the, the data, it says that 
around the age you get vaccines is also the around the age where autism signs start showing. And also, too, the amount of people who have been saved worldwide because of vaccines is insane. Yeah. It's insane. Exactly. But, yeah. But, yeah. So, there's a hypersocial nature of our species that causes us to appeal to outside influences. You Like, we want to belong. We want to be part of a tribe. We don't want to, like... You don't want to get you want to you want to blend in. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So you're like, well, they, okay, they say they say that. So uh, that's that's the answer. Sure, it's true because they all okay. We all agree then. Right. Even if it's completely false. Um. Okay. So next is an ad hominem. I didn't know what this was at all until you explained it to me mm-hmm. before. But mm-hmm. it's basically name calling. Oh yeah. It's basically it's launching. You have an argument, but instead of me arguing your argument, I just launch a personal attack instead yes so it's like you know steve says energy drinks don't cause kidney stones but did they you don't. know that steve's fucking stupid and almost failed math did you <laughs> he almost failed math almost i mean yeah almost yeah. is absolutely true so i mean if you want to believe someone that's that stupid then okay right but people do that energy drink thing to me all day long. And that's why I picked that yeah, I like example. I like it. It has more to do with sodium consumption and heredity. Hereditary. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you, or is that a causation versus correlation argument? No, it's what two PhDs told me. Mm. Oh, you appealing to authority. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I, I need okay. it right now. I need it right now. So, <laughs> two doctors told me, so therefore it must be true. Two doctors who had kidney stones told me. Oh. Yeah. But hey, there's got to be a doctor out there who disagrees with those two doctors, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to talk to that doctor right now. Yeah, exactly. See? Fuck that guy. Yeah, seriously. Um, yes, but this happens all the time. I feel like, I mean, we were just watching the presidential debates and they just like basically just personally attacked each other it the whole am- time. It was incredible. <laughs> it was like, wait, didn't he, didn't he ask about like foreign policy or something and they're just attacking each other? It's the, dude, it's WWE. So it's a blast to watch. <laughs> uh, I never was into politics at all i mean i'm still not but i did like watch I, did, I had no idea what a presidential debate like really looked like and i don't know if that was a good example of one it was a perfect example it was great yeah it was exactly like the south park sketch yeah no yeah exactly yeah yeah so ad hominem just basically launching a personal attack instead of the actual argument and then our last one is the straw man argument and there's many more of these but these were the ones listed in the article and i think these were the ones that i've seen the most often yeah 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 um a straw man argument you know this of course so it's basic it's like when you present your opponent's argument in a distorted way to make it easier to attack it and discredit it it's the easiest yeah they don't they're not even being represented in what you're saying but you're building the straw man, right? And then you're burning it down. That's the idea. Mm-hmm. You're saying, I'm going to tell you the argument that you're saying, and then I'm going to discredit that argument before you even have a chance to say so it. So they reframe it. Yeah. Make it very easy. And it's called a straw man argument because it'd be like the same as replacing a real man to fight with, with a, a straw man. It's easier to win that fight. Yeah, the wither. Yeah, you're replacing a strong argument with a weak argument and then attacking it and discrediting it. Right. Discrediting it. Um, so for an example, it's like, uh, you're pro-choice. Oh, so I see you like killing babies then. Right. Classic. Right. And then on the other hand, it could be like, um, oh, you're pro-life. Well, then I guess you want to control women's bodies. Right. 
that's how it feels to be as a pro-choice person, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's what that's why you're pro-life. That's what's behind their argument. You you don't know them exactly. Right. It's feelings, and it, and and then going off of the feelings, a lot of other people who may feel that way go, yeah, you want to control my body, right? Yeah, or you want to kill babies. You're a murderer. It's so good. It's bananas. Um, the real damage of the straw man fallacy isn't necessarily that it's wrong. It's that it distracts everyone horribly from the real issue at hand. So people spend the entire time defending their beliefs from ridiculous characterizations th that no one actually talks about the real issues. Because you're like just trying to prove the whole time that you're actually a good person that has a differing opinion. Impossible though. Impossible. Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why these are so damaging because they're so effective. Yeah, but and if we could all just step back and realize we're doing that shit, it would be so much easier. But unfortunately, I think everybody being trapped at home just makes everything totally just stressful, well, and everyone you kind of like want to feel things, right? To stop yourself from being numb, right? Yeah, and unfortunately, some, it doesn't matter if those feelings are positive or negative. More likely, they're probably going to be negative because you can feel those harder. Yeah, I wish we could just bring up a topic, actually rationally discuss the topic. Yeah. And then not have people say what you're trying to say is this. Yeah. Or characterize you as like a bad person for right. saying a maybe different perspective than like, they've heard. Coming out of lockdown, we as a, as the world should ask ourselves, was this the right thing to do? Mm -hmm. The way that we did that, right? Yeah. Like, obviously we were reacting in the moment. And nobody knew what the nobody right thing was. Nobody knew what the fuck the right thing was. was. This thing, like we're, we were looking at this like the the gravity of the situation and we're going like holy fuck this could be a real like killer of like hundreds of millions of people all over the world yeah wasn't necessarily that right obviously mm -hmm. but um but now that we have the benefit of looking back yeah and planning for the for whatever could happen next it is beneficial to have the conversation is it good next time to just lock everything down the way that we did was that beneficial for that effective but even just me saying that right now makes people just go like what the fuck are you saying we shouldn't stay at home the whole time and i'm going we should we should question everything yeah we should just question it we and don't have a definitive i don't even know opinion. the answer yeah. but i would i would love it if we could have if we the could discussion would be but we cool. can't right now you right. can't yeah. if you even bring it up you're basically oh you're an anti-vaxxer anti anti like all this stuff that's you, an you ad think covid's not real and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about i'm just like literally saying shouldn't we for the next one yeah examine examine what, what we just did so and, that history doesn't repeat itself and, yeah did it work and well did it work maybe it did right maybe maybe that was the right move. it's almost like that's the scientific theory that's it's almost that's like slander. that's how you get to um that's how you yeah you uh, test your a argument theory. that's how yeah. you test your argument and then yeah there's you should be able to just ask questions like that. But mm -hmm. man, right now, it is not the case. And it's right. just so disappointing. Well, that's why I feel like... I feel like logic itself should be a course. It yes. is a course that you can take in college. But it's not a course that you're learning during your formative years. Right. They do test you on it on a standardized test, on an IQ test. They test you on your logic and reasoning and your deductive skills. But they don't actually teach it. Right. Which is crazy to me. Yeah, well, it's it's. I don't know why. I I, I can't tell you why. Um, I can tell you that we can talk about this, but what we should be talking about is like babies die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? No, like like we we can talk about logic right now, uh -huh. but we're not talking about how babies die. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what that's what happens in all this stuff too, where it's like you're talking about that when all of this is going on. Oh yeah, on. how can you be talking about that when this is I, I hate those yeah. arguments too. Like um I remember and we for, all do that for sometimes. example, I went plant based for a year. I didn't say why I went plant based, by the way. I never said why I decided to stop eating meat for a year. I just said I'm not gonna eat meat, right? And people didn't know if it was for health or for ethics or for whatever it was. But so many people jumped to conclusions. And then not only would they jump to like why I gave up meat, but they would start, it was a straw man argument. They would attack why they thought I did that. And they would be like, well, if you're not going to eat meat, then you might as well. Like, are you uh, saving on plastic? Are you like using a compost pile? Are you... um, buying second hand so What's you're your not hairbrush made out like of? are you supporting fast fashion mm-hmm. are you what kind of like phone are you using it's, did you know that plastics have are you made of petroleum and that petroleum like how can you care of? about that when there's sex trafficking going on in the world exactly yeah and it's like well you could care about one and the other you could both you could care and or you could care more about this one or focus be, be more focused on this one so that like Maybe our, all of our focuses aren't split into every direction. Maybe right. you could focus on this one because you're passionate about it. Maybe I could focus on this one because I'm passionate about it. And then eventually, like, all the problems will get lessened because we're each focusing on a specific one. You can one. all attack a niche. Yeah. Yeah, man. Look, I mean, because I definitely do. I've definitely fallen for that before because I always think like that. I'm always like, man, I can't believe people are upset about this emotional thing when all this shit's really going on behind the scenes. But then at the same time, it's like, well, they, that's what they're, that's at the tip of their tongue. That's at, yeah. the, at the forefront of their mind. They got to get that solved. In acting, uh, I learned something that when you're playing a character to always keep in mind is that in, in real life, because it mimics real life, is that your pain is always the most important. So even if you're dying of cancer, let's say you, get, you're, you have cancer, you're in the hospital, you're getting chemotherapy, and I sprained my pinky. Even though I can empathize that you you have cancer and that's way worse, my pain hurts me more. Right now. Yeah. Right now. Like I, I only feel that my pinky is sprained. Mm-hmm. I have to tend to this. I have to go put a splint on it or whatever. I have to go to a doctor. I, I like I have I'm very concerned with my pinky. But you're ignoring someone with cancer. Right, but <laughs> but that's the whole thing, is that I'm going to say all the right things because I'm like, oh my God, that's so fucking hard. Like and I won't talk about my pinky. But really, whether I talk about it or not, my pinky is still it still sucks. The that's still the most important pain to me. Yeah, it's throbbing. It trumps any other pain anyone's having, even if I can recognize, like I can recognize that that pain may be deeper. Mm-hmm. I just can't physically feel it more than my own pain. Of course. Yeah, and so I think that's something that a lot of people miss. Yeah, like they remove the human element to all of this. Yeah, stuff. that that we're all human beings at the end of the day, and not perfect, like like meat vessels walking around. <laughs> meat vessels. Yeah, I think you're a perfect meat vessel. I think you got a meat fuck meaty fucking ass back there. Oh, okay, calm yeah. down. What do you think of that? I'm married. Sorry. Say thank you. <laughs> yeah. So there's that, but you there's two types of people in the world: people that understand lo- logic, or and people that are fucking stupid. And there's two types of people in the world. There's Steve's and there's not Steve's. That's true as well. It's an absolute fact. I love that fact. Yeah. And the people that aren't Steve's are awesome. Oh, damn it. <laughs> anyway, anything else you'd like to add? Any other argument styles? Uh, just that, you know, 
just because we are talking about this right now doesn't mean we don't fall into this stuff. We oh, are not, absolutely not. We are not above doing this stuff. This is what yeah. we all trip and fall on. I think that's why it's uh, that's why I wanted to bring it up because like so many times reading through these different logical illogical fallacies i'm like oh shit i've definitely fallen for that all the time i definitely have used that i've definitely said that it's I've a reflexive thing for yeah. us we could just fall into and we're like oh yeah that's gonna help right now oh that seems like the right thing to say but but at least knowing they exist you can kind of check yourself when you're doing them rather than just kind of blindly operating in the world and getting swayed with the wind exactly you know so to speak right wow well, good, good topic, Nikki. Well, thank you, Steve. I enjoyed it very much. Well, thanks. Um, if you enjoyed it, please uh, rate us five stars on iTunes. We love to see your ratings and comments. And um, helps so very also, much. So, if you have a, po- a question for the podcast, we do an "Ask Us Anything" segment where we will answer to the best of our knowledge. Uh, you can email us podcast at nikki dot and. If you want to support the show, you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash sticky. We do extra bonus episodes each month. You get the episodes early, the regular episodes a couple days early. Um, and we also do Steve's Crypto Corner. Steve's Crypto Corner. This is a new debut episodes. And so. we do live streams. It is. It's pretty lit over there. Dope. Um, so go check that out. We'll have a link in the description. And we'll see you next time. We love you. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.